Changing minds one thought at a time Good evening, everyone. This is Jess. And this is Akina. How's everyone doing today? Awesome, awesome. Awesome. Tonight, yeah, we have a very special guest with us, one of my great friends, um, Deborah Weaver from Deborah Weaver Incorporated. Um, Deb is amazing. This is uh, our Empowering Women season, excuse me, Empowering Women series. And Deborah is just a woman who can empower us and inspire us all. Um, I love her dearly. She is an expert in keeping our books healthy. Um, so tonight is really a call that's geared to all of the women who are entrepreneurs, who are trying to do a home business, a small business, and this is our call for you. So tonight we would like to offer you, um, Deborah's been kind enough to give us some of her time and offer you a little bit of her expertise. Deborah is an expert in forensic bookkeeping, and she knows everything there is to know about getting books started. She has over 30 years' experience on teaching people how to keep their books for a small business. So some of you may know that um, Akeen and I are both right now um, setting up a home business together in the field of nutrition, and we are so excited about it. And we just cannot wait to learn from Deborah tonight on what we need to do. And um, rather than making that a private conversation with Deborah, we decided, and she was kind enough to make that public so we can benefit and everyone can benefit from all the knowledge she has. So, Deborah, with that, um, thank you so much for being on the call tonight. I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself and, you know, what you do and, you know, how you think you how, – how do we get started in, in setting up our books? <laughs> and why do we need to set up books? Well, it's required by the government. You have to uh, prepare income tax returns, and if your data is not correct and your bookkeeping is not in order – it can be nightmarish in an audit. <laughs> so uh, what you need to do is definitely um, when, you, when you start a business, every bit of money that you spend on your business is a tax deduction, meaning if you make $100 and you spend $100, your profit is zero. So you'll pay no tax on that, on that profit. But what's important is is knowing where to put your receipts, how to put them, and having an accounting bookkeeping system to use to do that, like QuickBooks, Peachtree, and there's there's other accounting software out there as well. And I teach people how to do this and how to use their uh, accounting software correctly and optimally. Awesome. So for someone like us, like for, you know, Akina and I, we are just getting started. This is a brand new idea and concept to us. Um, you know, I've been very blessed to have family members who are accountants, and they've always done all my personal taxes. How do I get started? What is the first thing I need to do to buy, to get? Um, you know, what does it mean to keep a record of my expenses? What kind of things am I writing down? And what am well, I writing basically, it down? Basically, everything you spend, you're going to get a receipt for. So let's say you, you go out to dinner with someone and you're, you're, talking, you're talking with them and you take them out to dinner. On the back of the receipt, you're going to write, and this is very important, who, what, where, when, and why. Um, because the IRS wants to know that it's a business and, and they need to know all this information. 
you need to keep your receipts in an orderly fashion. So anything that you do, you get a receipt for. You go uh, buy, go to Staples and you buy office supplies like paper and pens and pencils. That is part of doing business. Any type of monies that you spend on your business is comes off the top of the profit. So you don't pay taxes on everything. Okay, that makes sense. So what are some things that are tax deductible? Um, for instance, I have a bookkeeping business, right? So anytime I drive and put gas in my car, that's a tax deduction for me when I drive from one place to another. When I go and buy paper uh, for my printer, if I buy a computer, my my telephone line is, is a tax deduction. My... Um, Electricity uh, that I spend if I have rent, that's a tax deduction. You have what's called a chart of accounts. So what it'll do, it'll list all your expenses like um, advertising. Say you spend money on advertising. If you have products and you give these products out as samples to a prospective client, that is a tax deduction. If you have to buy insurance for your particular business, um, that's a tax deduction. Uh, when you have a bank, a bank account and your bank uh, checking account and your bank charges you uh, fees, that's a deduction. Um, your Internet, if you need to have Internet in your business, that's a tax deduction. Um, if you buy a, um, uh, periodicals or newspapers or magazines that pertain to your business, that's a tax deduction. Uh, if you have employees and you actually have payroll, that is also, all those are tax deductions. If the business has a credit card and it, incur, it incurs interest, that is a tax deduction. When you have a business in your home, you're allowed to take what's called um, in-home deductions. It, it, you take a certain percentage of the uh, space in your, that you're using for your office as a deduction. Um, Maintenance, say you had to put up shelves in your office, uh, that would be like repairs and maintenance. Uh, you had to repair your computer, it broke down. Meals and entertainment, uh, you give one of your clients some uh, movie tickets, that can be a deduction. Uh, meeting expenses, um, as I said, office supplies. If you, have to, if you go out and buy a, a program, a QuickBooks program or accounting software program, Microsoft Office, publisher, anything like that, those are also tax deductions. So basically anything that you spend that you're going to use in your business is a tax, is a deduction off the income that you bring in for your business. Wow, that is so much information. But it is. There's a lot. So what you really need to do basically, and if it to get yourself organized is, have a box in your office, and every time you get a receipt, write on it and just throw it in the box. And then eventually you can sort them all out and, and organize them per, like, all my gas, all my travel. Like, if you pay tolls on the throughway, that's a deduction. So you would separate all those out, and with a, an accounting program like QuickBooks, 
you can enter all this information in very easily, and it organizes it for you. Very good. Now, Ian and I are probably both thinking the same thing right now. Is uh, we can't wait till our business gets big enough that we can um, hire one of those people you were talking about that we can write off that as a deduction to handle all of this for us. Yes. Just and, and if you do hire someone, what you but you what you definitely need to do is keep your receipts in an organized manner. A lot of people are using are photographing them and and storing them electronically. But I always have the backup paperwork because what if that electronic storage that you had everything in like decides to disappear someday? <laughs> you want to have those pa- those paper backups. So you can have them all organized in envelopes or folders um, and keep them all in a box as long as you have all of those paper receipts. And the ones that have a tendency to disappear, like those uh, uh, thermal papers, I actually put a bunch on my copy machine and I make copies of them. And so I have a, a, a picture of it basically via copy, copy machine. Okay. As well so on electronic. So during an audit, uh, if you do uh, take the copy, uh, the government would take the copy and not want the thermal paper. Well, this, what happens is the thermal paper has a tendency to disappear after. If you look at at, at if you've had a, re- a thermal paper receipt, the printer is called thermal paper. The ink disappears off of it. So that's why I make a copy of it, because the copy paper doesn't disappear. These thermal imaging um, printers, the the ink, the printing on it actually disappears, and you have a white piece of paper. So during an audit, you they they, they need to see that it said, uh, you know, you bought a printer or you bought paper. They they don't want to see just a blank piece of paper. Totally understood. Understood. Now, I have a friend that is an accountant, and she loves this stuff, and she's all about yes, yes, yes. And usually in our conversations, I'm no, 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 because I really, <laughs> I really don't understand. How would you break it down to someone who is kind of have an adversity to bookkeeping and things of that nature? How would you get them excited about it? Well, if they want to have a business, and they don't want the IRS knocking at their door and say, you owe all, you've, you've got all of this money coming in, prove to me that you had expenses, and then you don't want to have a large tax bill. You, you need to get organized. It, the, ex, the excitement is not having the IRS knock at your door. <laughs> yeah, so I actually recently um, did take a course in organizing my finances, and I did do one of those electronic. I'm currently using TaxBot, which is one of those electronic um, programs where you can store things. And so far, it's working out pretty well for me. Um, I think you'd bring up some good points about the possibility of, you know, if it were to crash, needing a paper copy. And that's definitely something I can use and take away from this conversation. That's a really great idea. Um, you know, one of the things that got me the most excited was just, 
the idea that there's so many things that I am able to take deductions for that I wasn't able to do. There's a lot of things I didn't know I could deduct. Like I didn't know that I could actually deduct and get paid for my driving. And I was taught a way to be able to get my gas for free, really, because I can deduct um, a percentage for my miles that I'm, I'm using. And there's a lot of, you know, Correct. for me, what got me excited and the reason why I, I really wanted to do this call for our listeners who are starting a business is I found I can make a lot of money that I, you know, or I could stop losing money and, you know, I'm overpaying my taxes and I didn't even know it. And I, I think that we all would be in agreement the last thing we want to do is take money out of our pocket and give it to the government or take more money or too much money or extra money out of our pocket to give it to the government. So, you know, right. what gets me excited is this is more I can do with my resources. Exactly. I get to keep more of my money. And and we're 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 doing it legally because we we have a business. This is a true, true business. Even if you work from your home, there's there's so many deductions that you can take, and you don't have to have an office outside your home. My office is actually my whole basement. I finished it off, and this is my my uh, my home. And I even have a second meter, so I have I can deduct all my electric. And I also, even my car is a corporate car, so I lease uh, the car in my corporation name. It's totally deductible. Wow, that sounds like some great ideas. Now, you said, I think, the A word, and I'm going to refer to it as the A word because I don't even really want to say it aloud and possibly attract it into my life. But um, how do you become um, audit proof? Now, this is something I've heard before. When I decided to sign up. I've been audited. I myself have been audited. And sometimes there's just total random audits. There's, and, but when, if your books and your paperwork is in order, the audits don't last long. And I've been through a lot of audits for other clients, and I kept their books so everything was in order and we could answer things right away. We knew right where to go for the, for the, uh, receipts that were needed, everything we needed had a backup for it. So they, the audits were very short and sweet, and nothing, you know, bad came of it. Very good. And you know, one of the things that I've heard, and um, I really can't back up this number anywhere, but this is a number which I've recently heard um, that you know, home business or small home businesses or independent business owners are 70% more likely to get audited than personal if you're filing your personal income taxes. So, you know, what, what happens in an audit? What would happen? What would they ask for? You know, I've heard that if you don't keep, for example, a physical schedule and you're doing things like Google Calendar, that the IRS is going to ask for your computer if everything is electronic. You know, should we be doing things like writing things down um, you know, what I was taught and what I heard, and you can um, expand on this, you know, is that in order to be qualified as a home business, you have to prove that you did 45 minutes of income-producing activities four days a week. So is that something that you've ever been asked to verify or to prove, and how can we, how can we prove well, that and how can we verify? To, to prove that, what I do is I use Google Calendar, and Every, every, I keep mine color-coded, but when it prints out, it doesn't print out color-coded, but um, for my, uh, I color-code mine. So in blue is my, my business, 
I have two businesses that I run. So I have a blue and a green, and then P is purple for personal. So it says that I'm going to this client in Tilson, and it schedules out the hours. Then the next one below it for the next day would be um, I, I do an uh, – I put LMO, meaning Lamontville office, LMI, meaning log me in, because I do a lot of work from home where I actually access their computers from my home. So I have little um, codes for LMO, meaning home, so I'll have my client's name and I'll put LMO and exactly what I did for them. And uh, if it's personal, I... I code it in P, and I'll just put personal shopping. And I actually write down everything I do, my exercise classes, and it keeps me organized so I know when I can fit clients in, and uh, it's proof. So even though it's on Google Calendar, with Google Calendar, you can actually print this out. So for my mileage log, I know I went from my office in my home to Tilson, back to Kingston, and then back to my office. So that's my, uh, and if I need to know the exact miles, I just Google it. I Google put in the um, uh, MapQuest and put in the uh, uh, addresses, and it tells me exactly how many miles. So it's my mileage log, it's my activity log, as well as my, I use it for um, billing my clients. So on one piece of paper, I've got three activities that are going on. Because from the Google Calendar, you can print this out, and then you keep it in a folder. That certainly does sound manageable. Um, now, I know a lot of the people on this call, and Akeen and I are both in the business of direct sales. So, um, you know, that, uh, we do network marketing. And, okay. Um, so we may not be really visiting clients back and forth like you do. You know, a lot of what we do may be something a little bit more informal. Like you said, you do exercise courses. You know, and I think both Akeen and I love to exercise. You know, what if you we went to the gym and we met someone and we spoke to them and we have this great conversation. They We show them a video that, from our company. Yes, home, they that sign is up a, how do we do that? For someone in our situation, how do we do what you just kind of said you're doing all right on the google calendar i would put that uh with the exercise class i was um prospecting uh a client and i would put their name down the person that i met because a lot of times i know network marketers get their uh personal information to do follow-up calls but i would put in the in the google calendar let's say that whole hour you were exercising or an hour and a half, her information that um, met Susie at uh, the gym while exercising, actually sat down, talked with her, showed her videos, basically like a little journal on what you did that day for your business. That is a deduction. So you, okay, you, went, to the, you went to the gym to prospect. So from your house to the gym, is uh, that mileage would be deductible. Wow, that's amazing. So it sounds like I'm missing out on a lot of deductions. I actually just came home from the gym, and um, I had to drive over a bridge. I live in New York, and 
I went to the gym after work in Queens, and I actually did meet someone who I was able to share the amazing nutrition system I use with. You know, they saw mm-hmm. me working out, and they said, oh, Jess, you look great. I saw you here a month ago. Um, and luckily for me, he happened to be a very handsome gentleman, and we exchanged information. <laughs> We have a, a time schedule to chat. So, you know, potentially could I could I now um, go into the accounting software and say, okay, you know what, I paid um, seven fifty these crazy toll rates to get home. I, I drove, you know, 15 miles. Can I write that off as a business expense since I got someone's information? Yes, yes. And when you drive well, to yeah. different, um, different seminars, all your tolls are tax deductible that you um let's see you're you're in in New York so let's say you were you were coming over to Jersey you have to go to the Jersey Turnpike and you have to go over a couple bridges as well um whenever i go down to New Jersey i've got the thruway tolls that are that are deductible and um if i'm going just to meet a a prospective client uh i all those mileage back and forth, even though I did not make any money, I was going to talk to them. They are a prospective client. I will um, take that mileage as well. Wow. So it sounds like there's a lot of benefits to actually keeping your books organized. Yes, definitely. You get to keep more of your money. So that's always a benefit. More money means more, uh, more a better lifestyle, right? I think for all of us and and I know you are in network marketing as well that, you know, um, one of the great things I love about that and about really just taking our life into our hands, especially as women, and this is the Empowering Women series, it's a way that us as women who may not have the capital to start a business um, to really be able to just really create a life for ourselves and create that financial freedom we're all looking for. So I think money is why we're all doing this in the first place. So keeping more of it in my pocket sounds like a great um, really worth something really worth my time. Now, if, um, so if we had a shopping list or a homework assignment to do when, when we end this call tonight, it sounds like, you know, I need to get a box, um, maybe one of those receipt boxes or, you know, um, card boxes, and I need to, to have a system for filing my, um, my receipts. I know that, and it's, I probably need a copy machine um, so I can – make my carbon papers, and luckily these are all going to be tax deductions I've just learned. Now, you talked about having um, some software. I know I'm currently using something called TaxBot. I've only had it for a few days so far. It's going really well for me. You mentioned some other ones, uh, QuickBooks and another one I don't even remember the name of. It's what was called Peachtree, MYOB. There's quite a few out there, but the easiest to use and the one you hear all the time is called QuickBooks. And it's really inexpensive. Uh, uh, The program will last you many, many, many years, uh, especially if you don't have have payroll. If you have payroll, then you have to upgrade every three years. But getting an accounting software program will allow you to, to keep all your stuff very, very organized. And when it's time to give all the information to your accountant, he, it will be very easy for them to do your taxes. And if you do your own taxes, it will also be very easy for you to do your own taxes because everything will be compiled 
very nicely. And then you can also compare from year to year what you spent where and how much you spent and what the, the percent of change was. And uh, it you really can um, learn a lot about your business by having a good accounting software. Wow. All right. Well, that sounds really good. I mean, it sounds like um, we're on – you know, you gave us some really great tips on how to get started. Akina, do you have any other questions for uh, Deborah, the amazing Deborah, uh, who's just going to help us keep our, you know, Akina and I are keeping our bodies healthy. It sounds like Deborah's going to help us keep our finances healthy. Do you have any questions, um, yeah? Well, actually, I would like to know, uh, Ms. Deborah, if someone on the call was, uh, wanted to get in touch with you, how would they be able to do that? And can you tell us a little um, bit about your company? Yes. Um, I have a website. It's called DebraWeaver.com, and that's spelt D-E-B-O-R-A-H, Weaver, W-E-A-V as in Victor, E-R.com. All my contact information is there. The uh, site is being revamped, but all the information is there. It's not a real pretty one, but uh, they can uh, call me. I'll be glad to um, send them a uh, an order form for that they can order through QuickBooks and get a 30% discount. Um, they order it right through QuickBooks. It's just with a special form that I have that gives them that uh, uh, special uh, special discount. And they can call me, and I can, I can consult with them no matter what part of the country they're in. I even um, have a Canadian, uh, understand the Canadian QuickBooks, if there's any Canadians on the line, because uh, that is a different QuickBooks than the uh, U.S. QuickBooks. And I okay. do consulting as well. I, I give people, um, if they, if they want to know a chart of accounts. QuickBooks has what's called a CAN chart of accounts. I can also help them um, set up their chart of accounts and consult them if they get stuck here and there and can actually access their computer if they uh, want access and get stuck with installing or setting up QuickBooks. That sounds awesome. I think um, Akina and I are definitely going to have to uh, put you in charge of our books because, you know, it sounds like, you know, we have a lot of really great things to do, but um, I, I learned a lot from this call. I just want to thank you so much, Deborah, and um, for, for giving us your time tonight and sharing with us and helping women to just get more organized and to really start to take their businesses and their life in their hands. Well, maybe one of these days we can do something on Facebook. I do have a Facebook group. Um, it's a private one, but I'm um, a closed group. It's meant to, for one of the network marketing people. It's got a, a, a chart of accounts for that particular network marketing uh, company. But it's it's something that can be um, utilized pretty much for any network marketing company, uh, a person that's in network marketing. Um, uh, and, and I can help other people with so many different kinds of businesses. I've... I've uh, had so many, done so many different types of businesses and industries that I understand them all, even not-for-profits. Awesome, awesome. 
Well, thank you so much for your for your time tonight. I'm really excited, and all of our you know, um, all of our listeners who are whether or not to listen to this online or streaming this, um, you know, if you want to hear this replay again, we do mention every week. You can visit us at changingmindonline.com. It will be there in the archives if you're on the go. You can listen to us as a podcast on iTunes or on Podomatic if you're using that app. YouTube, um, we're pretty much everywhere, wherever you can listen to audio, you can find us. And I'm really excited. I'm really excited to jump into this and start saving some money. I'm going to go on right now, and I just learned I can extend my ride home, so that's good news for me. I'm going to take care of that. But, um, so great. Thank, thank you, you so for much. having me. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, you know, I think, uh, Akina, is there anything else you wanted to add before we close the call tonight? Oh, and no. I just want to thank Ms. Deborah for being our guest tonight. Thank you for sharing all of your knowledge with us. I know it was just a little sliver, but we definitely needed it and enjoyed it. We appreciate you. Well, thank you very much. I enjoyed being here. Absolutely. All right, as always, guys, thank you for tuning in to our call tonight. We love you. God bless. And I'm going to end the call now. Have a great evening, everyone. Good night. Good night, everyone.